and welcome to Grazia Life Advice, Grazia's podcast brought to you by Primark. I'm Rhiannon and each week I'll be interviewing women worth listening to, getting them to pass on the six best piece of advice they've ever been given and the worst piece too. Thank you so much for joining us for our third episode. This week's guest is Tanya Burr. You may know Tanya as an influencer, as a YouTuber, but when we caught up with her, she was about to start a new career as an actress. Tanya's been training for years to get into acting and is currently starring in the play Confidence at the Southwark Playhouse. That run ends this week, though, if you want to get to see her. Growing up with that first YouTube generation, Tanya is well used to giving out advice and she didn't let us down. She passed on advice about everything from list making and visualization to which pub will let you bring your dog so over to tanya i'm here with tanya burr hi tanya hi how are you good thank you how are you good we're in this gorgeous london office that you're in it's very nice i like it yeah it's it's fancy it's not my <laughs> office but it's, like, it's my management's office do it's you have an nice. office at home that you work i do from? um and we were going to be at my office that but because i have meetings in central all day it just made sense to do it here yeah it? yeah well it's lovely to be yeah. here so sorry you don't get to see my office <laughs> so um yeah so we thought with you being you know such a one woman empire it'd be great to get your best advice and share it with the the mm. listeners and um, so we're going to run through the six pieces of advice that you've kind of said to us you love to pass on to people the best advice you've ever been given um and I love that the first one's from your dad <laughs> yes um my dad is always telling me to visualize where you want to get to mm-hmm. and um and just see yourself doing it and that you have to work really hard to get places yeah and nothing will just be given to you so you have to just decide that's what you want to do mm-hmm. go for it work hard and visualize yourself where you want to be and you will get there Mm. um and that has definitely helped me making me believe in myself over the years that's what the main thing it's given me um it obviously doesn't always work (laughs) otherwise I would be you know um not sat here right now and like on a massive film set somewhere but I think it definitely helps Mm. um and although I saw my dad last night and I said to him dad I didn't get that film role that I was so sure I was going to get. Um, mm. And and you told me to visualise that I was there on set um, in America and um, and it didn't work. And he said, we well, didn't visualise it hard enough then. Oh. <laughs> and then Jim, Jim said to him, he was like, she definitely did, believe me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's about as well that journey, isn't it? I guess if you yeah. keep pushing, that's the other side of the message. If you keep trying, who knows where it'll end mm-hmm. up. Exactly. Mm. And it probably meant that I did a better job on the audition and then you never know where that's going to take you yeah has that always helped you through all the different things you've done in your life is that definitely I think I really have a belief in myself that helps Mm. um and also helps me with my friends like giving them advice Mm. um if they feel like they can't do something I'll say yes you can do it yeah don't say I might or I'll try say I will I think that's hard for women as well because we're taught to almost try and be like modest and not full of ourselves and but you can still believe in yourself can't you 100% I don't think don't be afraid to be a little bit proud of yourself (laughs) for sure proud yeah yeah absolutely now tell me about this second piece of advice Okay, this is like, I feel like one that I could ramble about for so long. But um, so 
I started having therapy when I was a teenager for anxiety then I took a break from it and then I went back to it when I was 18 and I've actually stuck with it now and I still speak to my therapist at least every couple of weeks okay. um, even though I've kind of crushed so many of the issues that I had that I was initially having therapy for but I just think it's good for everyone mm. um, if you can fit it into your lifestyle to have some kind of yeah. mind management um, but my therapist um, has always said to me a really helpful piece of advice is to understand that not everyone has the same life values and thinks in the same way that you do. Mm. So it could be as simple as getting offended if someone is late to meet you for lunch. This I'm probably picking a really bad example, yeah. but say that really offends you because you're the kind of person who's there 15 minutes early for lunch every single time you meet someone for lunch. Um, and... This is obviously not the example that I worked through with her, <laughs> but it's just picking something kind of light and easy to yeah. focus on. And understanding that in that person's life manual, being early for lunch or even on time for lunch mm. isn't necessarily that important. And they don't place that much importance on that. Mm. Um, really helps. Mm. It helps with all your relationships, mm. with like your family relationships, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, husband, wife, or your friends, just understanding that not everyone values the same and um, puts the same amount of importance on certain things as you do. Yeah. Um, really helps. And not, ex not expecting the same of everyone else that you expect of yourself. Okay. So that must, I always think, like being, you know, a personality that lots of people know, obviously being in that online world and the way people think about things and the way they might read into what you do and what you say, that must be helpful as well in dealing with that kind of thing. Yes, I think another piece of advice from her would be to understand it's a lot more about them than it is you. Okay. If anyone is being mean to you or unreasonable, mm. not if someone's um, being angry with you because they're genuinely angry with you and you've done something wrong mm. <laughs> um don't always think that's about them although it's going to be a little bit about them um but in terms of um people just being bitter or mean or mm. not very nice for no apparent reason that's just saying a lot more about them than it is about you and mm. it's just something that's going on in their lives and how do you deal with that if there's something that's really important to you but someone in your life um doesn't have that value or is is like kind of pushing up against you like aside from kind of just thinking oh well that's not that's not them is how do you deal with that in life I think it just helps like just knowing mm. I wish I could think of an example but I feel like I've got so good at it over the years that it doesn't yeah. bother me in the same way that it used to um even if you're someone who likes to text all day every day mm. and you have a friend that you're like oh they haven't texted me in a couple of weeks but for them they might not be a texter yeah it's about you and feeling better about your interactions yeah. with people. I love how open you are about um, going to a therapist and speaking to a therapist. I think that's really important, an important thing. Yeah, I feel like it was something that if I'd have known that it was a thing when I was a teenager and my early therapy sessions didn't work at all because I was just terrified. So I just completely, I tried not to listen to the mm. therapist my parents made me see because it freaked me out because there was nothing in the media about it there also wasn't the same accessible media that there is nowadays yeah there was no instagram podcasts twitter mm. you couldn't listen to people or blogs in the same way 
Um, whereas now I feel like teen- teenagers have a lot of access to mm. know that it's normal to have worries and feel anxiety and I think that helps a lot. And there's something you can do about it, which is always the best thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I love, so your next person that's given you the best advice, your husband, your husband, yes. Jim. Um, he isn't the biggest advice giver. Okay. It's not really his thing. He's not really a preacher or anything, but some just little things that he reminds me of in a non-preachy way. He will just say every now and then, oh, life's too short. Mm. Just go for it. Go for what you want or book that holiday. Um, feel like I'm giving really bad examples but um just reminding me that uh, I mean yeah that that life is short and you have to make the most of every day and him and I have a nice life together because we do make the most of Mm. the little things in life Mm. and it's about not having any regrets as well isn't it I think like throwing yourself at anything and you seem to be somebody who's kind of you know really grasped the opportunities that have come your way is that is that always been important to you kind of taking them on board um not necessarily that I think I'm someone who I take I have a lot of joy in life and I Mm. um enjoy try to enjoy every single day even if I'm working hard or I'm stressed or Mm. something's annoyed me I try to brush it off as quickly as possible and get back to making the most out of every day and also realizing how many people would love to be able to have their life back who haven't got it anymore and that kind of thing yeah I think it, it even as as sad as that sounds to think of it like that and I obviously if I thought about it that deeply every day it would be quite sad Mm. so I try not to do that but just having it in the back of your mind that you know we're lucky to be here Mm. going about our day living breathing like we have the ability to have a nice day so just try to go for it and so that's something that's so easy to forget I think Mm. like it's the simplest thing to take for granted yes (laughs) and it's nice to remind yourself and then you suddenly feel so lucky you're like oh my god I'm gonna go like do something crazy and suddenly your manager's like no you need to be in a meeting in half an hour (laughs) brings you back down to earth so I am alive but also in this meeting yes yes um so obviously take that with a pinch of salt what I'm saying don't suddenly be like go book a five-week holiday when you've already taken your holiday for that year but um you know what I mean hopefully the small pleasures in every day as you say yes yeah absolutely um and are you very close to your family because obviously the this next piece of advice is from your nan and granddad which I love oh my god I have to read you the text message (laughs) let me find it this is so just came at the perfect time from so this is from my grandmother who I call nanny she's my maternal grandmother she texts me um saying I know you too meaning me and Jim um lead a very busy life but always make quiet Jim and Tarn time special oh that's adorable I know did she just send you that out of the blue yeah she would do yeah and um yeah she's very sweet yeah um she does the text messaging but it comes from her and granddad they'd have been sat composing that text message together But, but she's in charge it's her phone yeah so it's about making sure you take time out to spend with your partner, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Yes. And it's so funny that she said that to me because I had my tarot cards read the other day and that came up as well. Oh, really? Yeah. That we're both very busy with work, but to make sure that we make time for each other, mm-hmm. even if it means scheduling in. And I think that's something that 
couples need to make sure that they do especially if you've you're not a brand new couple and you're you know prioritizing date nights if you live together mm. you have to make sure you're scheduling in fun time yeah making an effort doing date nights also just fun nights in as well watching Netflix yeah absolutely but sometimes you can think oh because I wake up with that person and we end up in the same flat every day that well they've had an hour every day but you haven't really have you Mm. you need to to do things yeah is it particularly tough you guys both being in the public eye and quite high profile do people feel like they um know you guys in your relationship is it important to have time just the two of you that's not open to everybody yeah I feel like we are very private about our relationship and you don't ever see us I don't think you ever really see us on camera together um we never do interviews together or anything like that so I feel like our relationship is very protected and private Mm. which is great um in terms of people being you know Mm. into us as a couple we do get that and you know stopped on the street and stuff and I think we have to allow ourselves our own private time but we do very low-key things like dog walks and yeah to have our own time together yeah what's your favorite thing to do together um go for a fun date night like mm-hmm. dinner like a restaurant we've never been to before experiencing new things I think we both really enjoy doing together mm. like even just going for dinner at a new we went to Trillo do you know Trillo no oh my god you have to go it's um where is it it was somewhere that we don't usually go I think it was southeast london and we had a friend's engagement drinks right that night and when you're in an area of london that you just never usually go to mm-hmm. i love to find a restaurant to go to and we'll just we'll and we'll go there and that was really fun like meeting for dinner um trying a fun cocktail on the menu yeah sharing food yeah and then going out for drinks at a pub we'd never been to before yeah that was fun having experiences together isn't it which is really important yeah Grazia Life Advice is brought to you by Primark. Amazing fashion, amazing prices. If you've been inspired by Tani's advice to get a date night in the diary and fancy a new outfit too, Primark has everything you need. From jeans to fit all shapes and sizes to a perfect dinner outfit, complete with statement heels, you can get yourself a whole new look while making sure there's plenty of spare change for the evening ahead. Our best advice is to get down to your local Primark and take a look. Now, back to Tanya you've got a bit of a team around you obviously and this is Lucy your manager yes who's giving you this next piece of advice tell us what it is um so Lucy I've worked with for I want to say like six years maybe five or six years Mm. um and we're just always seem to be on the same page and she gets me she's just such a badass like (laughs) amazing woman um but she's also very good at looking at the bigger picture which I really value because mm. I'm not someone who wants to make that quick money you mm. know and she's very very good at that looking at the bigger picture even if it's not about money and it's about like doing something for your image or something she will always say let's look you know let's take a step back mm. not make any decisions straight away and look at the bigger picture and this doesn't have to apply to if you're in a similar job to me mm. um it can be about anything in your life just before you make a big decision step back look at the bigger picture think what is this going to do for me Mm. long term is it worth doing something just quick for the short term and sometimes it is but there's been like big jobs that we've turned down because they're not right okay long term yeah 
even if they're brands I mean obviously we turn down work every single day for yeah. brands that I just don't <laughs> want to work with yeah. but even if it's something that I actually do want to do but bigger picture it's not working mm. then we have to you know turn it down and she's really good at that it can be tough I think to make those decisions as well yeah and you have to really review it in the context of your goals mm. um long term um yeah so she's she's great at that mm. are you like when you were just making decisions are you a list maker are you a talker what how do you kind of tend to come oh, let me think of a decision I've made recently <laughs> um list maker okay. for sure definitely I'm a list maker used to, I used to love written lists and love my notebooks and I still do and I make a list at the beginning of every single year called goals and then the year so, really? th- so the wow. current one is goals 2018 yeah. I have it in my handbag now um and I have those every single year mm. and I will make lists in my notebooks I love making lists of like YouTube videos I want to make or um things restaurants I want to go to so like work and play stuff all mixed in the same notebook but now I make a lot of lists on my phone Mm. do you use the notes on your phone yeah always yeah I mean and sometimes they just you like open them and you're like what was I thinking about oh my god I have so (laughs) many 3am notes on my phone um really weird things I have so I currently have 39 separate notes on my phone okay (laughs) and there'll be and I have um I have like my goals also on my phone as well as in my notebook so I can access them more easily. Um, And I also make lists for, so I'll have individual lists for those goals and how, so I'll I'll write the goal and I'll write, well, how am I going to achieve that? Mm. And I find that helps so much more than just writing the goal and then thinking, oh my God, what am I going to do? Make it, then make a separate list just with the title of that goal. Mm. And write different ways of how to get there because there's always more than one way. Mm. Um, if you want something, could be a work or a personal thing and you're not quite getting it, mm. go another route. Yeah, it's the same true. as yeah. if like your sat-nav would suddenly be like, oh, diversion, go this way. Or there's mm. traffic on this route, go another way. That's how I see about getting things done in life, whether it's work or play. That's a great idea. And you say you keep them on your phone. Do you look at them regularly? Is it mm-hmm. daily? Yeah. Is that important? To... Almost almost daily. It depends on the day. Mm. Um, I guess it goes back to that visualisation you were talking about at the beginning. Yes. Some of the notes I would look at daily, some of them weekly, some of them monthly. Mm. Some of the notes on my phone are things like, where to eat in LA. Yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't get looked at daily or that would make me really hungry. Yeah. Another one on my phone is um, places to go for dog walks. And lunches in London that allow dogs in. Oh, that's really handy. You should share <laughs> so, that one. <laughs> yeah, so that list. Yeah, shall I tell you some of them now? Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, the White Heart in Barnes. Oh, okay. Nice Good pub that allowed dogs. <laughs> and also um, uh, the Bull in Highgate. Oh, and then yeah. a walk on Hampstead Heath. That's a great one. And that's a great afternoon as well. Yes, it's so sorted. nice. Yeah, I go for a bit of shopping on the high street. Really nice. <laughs> and your final piece of uh, best advice you've been given, it's to do with acting, which is, you know, what you're doing at the moment, what you're focusing on. Yes. So three years ago when I started working with my acting coach, um, who I don't see weekly anymore because we're kind of like done there even though I believe you're learning all the time and mm. will continue to learn for the rest of my acting career but what I'm doing with her I don't see her weekly anymore but we see each other when we have specific projects we're working on but I saw her for a long time um 
all the time. And the first thing I said, she said to me when I first walked into her room in January 2015, she said to me, leave your inhibitions at the door. Mm-hmm. And I found that it sounds so obvious, but I found that so useful mm. because sometimes I find with advice, the best things are to hear the most logical things, but just said to you by a certain person in a certain way and it suddenly hits home. Yeah, And that for me, I just listened to her and I thought, I'm not going to be able to do this because I'd not done drama lessons since I was, at this point, I went in age 25 to drama lessons and I hadn't done them since I was at school. Mm-hmm. And when I was at school, I was also at, I went to an art school after school where I did it too. So it had been a long gap for me um, where I hadn't trained and I just thought, I have to listen to her and I have to just leave any inhibitions at the door and just go for it. And I did. And our first lesson was crazy. And just, you know, if I'd have had any inhibitions, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah. I think that's important in, in life as well. I mean, obviously you can't just run around everywhere saying what you think and doing whatever you want, but it's sometimes worth checking yourself and checking you're not just staying quiet because you're embarrassed or worried about what you feel like you're not good enough. Mm. Yeah, that's another piece of advice that I would give. So this is all advice given to me, but my advice I would give to people is mm. that you are good enough. Yeah. And not don't be afraid to speak your mind. Don't be afraid to go for things in life. And just try and imagine like a 40-year-old, if you're in your 20s like me, try and imagine a 40-year-old you looking um, back at yourself now and thinking, damn it, yeah. I wish I'd gone for that or I wish I'd... You know, I wish I'd just asked that guy out on a date or I wish I'd asked my boss for a promotion or I wish I'd gone for that trip that I was nervous about. Yeah. And three years in, um, what? tell us what you love about acting and why that's kind of your priority. Ooh. Um, I have always, 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 always loved acting and loved um, telling stories through plays, really, when I was little and everything that I did at the acting school that I went to after school when I was younger um was all about like drama and plays which is why it's so exciting that I'm doing a play this year which you have to come and see (laughs) um but I'm actually also completely obsessed with the film industry yeah and I love tv shows as well like things like Stranger Things and things like Mm -hmm. that but in terms of actually doing the acting it's a tough thing to explain it's just something that I have to do and I feel completely like I'm completely at home when I'm on set Mm. and completely alive and just doing what I have to do to feel happy and creatively fulfilled Mm. um just completely enamored with the whole industry yeah and 40 year old you will want to look back and know that you gave that all your best shot yeah it's a tough world with a lot of rejection Mm. like I mean, 98% of the auditions I do, I get a no. But for that 2% that you get yeses, mm. it's com- and then being able to be on set or be in the theatre is completely worth it. Yeah. And, Brit- and I love, I always, this is probably my favourite bit of every podcast we do, uh, the worst piece of advice you've ever been given. I don't massively like it when I've, I was told a lot because I'm curvy mm. And like go in at the waist and out of the hips and out of the boobs. Um, I've always been told like always 
dress cinched in at the waist mm. and make sure you show off your figure and you need to wear this kind of clothes and that kind of clothes whereas as I've gotten older I just feel like I just want to wear whatever I want to wear and if there's a trend that I like that's a baggy t-shirt then I'll wear it yeah because I want to wear it because I want to and it makes me feel good because I like the item of clothing I don't always care mm. exactly what the shape of my figure looks like in it so I feel like that was an annoying piece of advice mm. slash rule I was told at a young age. Yeah. But it, it's by like department store stylists that, you know. Mm. I always think it's Gok Wan has a lot to answer for because I always remember when I was younger watching his shows and it was kind of, if you were anything above a B cup, you had to just wear a wrap dress and a belt. Oh my God. And a belt around your waist. But I feel like, <laughs> I mean, no offence to Gok Wan. I feel like, I feel like um, people were just trying to find rules to follow because that seems easier that way. Yeah yeah um and maybe they felt like they had to create these rules yeah i think nowadays it's much more about where what you want and what makes you comfortable and happy isn't it yeah very much much about that brilliant thank you so much tanya thanks so much for coming on the podcast thank you for having me Thank you so much to Tanya. Loads of good advice there for getting wherever you want to be in life, whatever you are aiming for, even if that is just a decent pub with a dog on a Sunday. And why not? If you're enjoying the podcast so far, please do subscribe, rate us, review us, tell your whole social media following, whatever it takes. It really, really does help. Next week, our guests will be a pair for the first time. On the show, we have supermodel Natalia Vodianova and jewellery queen Valerie Messica. Very excited about that. Thank you again to our friends at Primark for their support. And we look forward to seeing you next week for more advice from women worth listening to.